This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creators to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Dare I say it? Find more U of H personnel to bring on the podcast. Episode 114, walk with us. Uh. Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Welcome back to episode 114 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good, man. I'm great. I'm great. I appreciate you opening up the crib so I could come by and sit with you. Anytime, man. Get the story going. Get the story. Um, <clears throat> listen, man, uh, is this your first podcast? Um, pretty much. I've been on um radio. Okay. Like the, the you know the little dudes that did the underground radio? Yeah. I went and had an interview there before. Okay. But podcast, yeah, first time. Okay, okay. welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Um before we get started with the episode, let's introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. Okay, I'm Water Barber, best barber at Ace Town. It's simple, just like Whataburger, Water Barber. So every time they okay. eat Whataburger, they're going to think about me. Okay, okay, is that okay? Okay, and my name is John Ross Dyke the First. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, I got to drop. John Ross Dyke the First, founder of Still Visionary. Central Standard Time. And on Instagram and Twitter, I'm John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. Also, the what's next pod underscore. Um, visit my website, connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, visit my fan page on Facebook, and like my fan page on Facebook. And you know, visit my website at stillvisionary.com. In front of you, I have all the merch that I sell on my podcast out the trunk of my car and on my website. And you can shop stillvisionary.com slash merch. Listen, man. Um, shout out to my barber, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to my barber, man. I cut, I cut. You know what? Everybody got their own story. You cut my hair once before. Yeah, back in um, the day. Back I don't in the remember, day. But. Back in the day. Back in the day. But um, but uh, welcome to the show, man. Yeah. I couldn't let you get that off, but I'll let you get that off. That that you know, number one barber in the city. But I gotta, I gotta give respect to my barber, man. Shout out to my barber, Clipper Jones. But how you doing, man? I'm great. I'm great. No doubt. Yep. Listen, um, welcome to the podcast, man. This podcast is a story, is the um, creative story. And what I like to do here is I like to um, find out the story behind everything, <clears throat> the journey that you're on, and parallel it, parallel it to my own journey. See where I can pull from you. And make my journey even better. So when I saw that you uh, dropped the mobile barber shop or barber barber truck barber van, van van, I was like, it's time. And then my man feels like you know you need to get people that we want to see on here. No disrespect to everybody that's been on, but you know, you know, you want to see people that you know and would like to hear their stories about. So we're here now. You know what I'm saying we're here. Um, I wanted to do it in the, the van, but you know, not enough room. I mean, it would have been great in there, it would have been perfect. No doubt, no doubt. Great lighting, no doubt. I no love doubt. it. I love the van now because, like, 
pictures be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you, pictures you put on the gram? Yeah, like I got a camera. I got a Nikon mm-hmm. behind me. But um, the gray, the light's right above it. Like, pictures dope. Right. So I look like a photographer. So what? Listen, man. Um, I don't. I don't have much um written down. I have a couple of questions that I ask. But uh, one thing about my podcast that I like to distinguish from others is that this is a podcast where we just talk about the makings of what we're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. So in that, I kind of, I kind of picked a couple of questions that help me navigate the podcast, but. Uh, I really don't have many questions that I want to ask you. I just want to hear your story and um, see where we relate at. If you could define yourself in one word, what would it be? Mm, say inspirational. Okay. You know, I try to like motivate people. Okay. You know? Yeah. So You went to U of H. We went to U of H. And I know that the traditional college kid finishes. I don't know if you finish it, but it's not important. But I know one thing that I saw about you is that you were always on your hustle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is that is that like, you know, where does that come from? Is that, you know, instilled in you at birth or you just U of H wasn't the path or what? Um I don't like I don't know. It just Yeah. I mean, I guess being at U of H, um, cutting five dollars, you know, mm-hmm. had to get it, you know. My mom ain't really just sent me a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't ask for a lot, so to get what I wanted to get, you know, I had to, yeah, had to grind. So yeah. it just continued to stick with it because I mean, I don't know, right? <laughs> maybe just in my blood, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> because I mean, I've seen you over the course period of a few years. I mean, I've been doing this podcast, this particular podcast, for two years, but I've been podcasting for about four. And in the duration of that four, I saw you kind of transform. Not only did your hair get longer, but you also were grinding. You know, you had this going, but you always maintained being a barber. And to see you now in this lane where you where you're adapting with the times of making everything mobile is not a surprise to me. Yeah. So um, if one if somebody's listening to this podcast in your hometown, um, what do you think that they should take from it? Um, like I mentioned earlier, like time is moving fast. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I feel like whatever that you want to do, just do it. Because right. you're going to look up. Two years later, you're like, dang, I should have did it, but you will be two years in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's how I kind of feel. You got to just do it. Like, jump out there. You might be scared. Like, I'm nervous now, but you got to just do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay. Listen, okay. All right. Um, I like to say that uh, there's no safe place to begin. You just got to jump in, like you said. Let's start there. Where did you jump in at? Why barber? Why being a barber? Why become a barber? So, uh, I became a barber back when I was young in high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't like spending money. So the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, bet if I can trim my hair down and fade it, then I can just go to the barbershop and get an edge up. You know, edge up's probably $5. Boom. Save money that way. Then I continue to do it. Cut friends hair. Got better and better. Mm-hmm. And this is like in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I'm all right, you know, and I used to draw, you know what I'm saying? So barbering is an art, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So um, I just started cutting, and when I came to U of H, made it easier. <laughs> I really stole my first pair of clippers. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I stole my first pair of edges, so that's why it made me be able to 
cut different at U of H, you know what I'm saying, right. than you see me at Towers. Because, I mean, of course, I have, like, the Walmart Clippers, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I had first got my Andes. It was right there by Kingsmart. It was a um, mm. beauty supply right there. Mm-hmm. I was bad. <laughs> <laughs> you stole them out of there? Okay, so you cutting at U of H, um, you know, and I think that you were cutting, Mike was cutting, and I think that when I, when I talked to Mike on the podcast, he said that, um, you know, his people really didn't, you know, give him a lot of bread, so you, you kind of, y'all both had that kind of like go-get-it attitude, yeah, whereas a lot of people, like myself, I was working at the Towers, but I think that my curse, not curse, but what my ailment, my whole setback is that I was always looking at the artistic side of things as, as opposed to like, what can I do right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, in doing that, I've kind of felt like, oh, you know what, man, I'm, I need to kind of, when am I going to get this chance to kind of like hustle and get it right? Whereas I see everybody hustling, everybody doing that thing, they're doing what's right for right now. Do you think that barbers, bar, becoming a barber now is the end thing? Or do you think that it's always been something that people were scared to jump into? Um, I think a, peop- a lot of people probably cut hair because they feel like that's an easy way to make money. So, but I mean, like when I first started cutting hair, I didn't be like, I'm going to be cutting until I'm like 40. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I do see barbers that be in the barbershop. They're old. I know I'm not trying to be old cutting, standing up forever. So that's why I try to do different stuff to make more money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um. Don't get me wrong, I'm still want to cut hair. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I be telling them when I get rich, they be like, you're going to stop cutting. I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a hobby. I still like to cut hair. You right, know what I'm saying? So right. I might not cut Tuesday through Saturday, but right. <laughs> right. I'm still going to cut, like, people that I, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm cool with. You know what I'm saying? So. You didn't cut some big boy people's hair, man. Uh, yeah. I was just looking at my phone while I was waiting to uh, start this. Tomorrow will be one year since I cut um, Kamara's hair for the second time. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I got something to post tomorrow. You cut, you, you cut Joel, uh, Joe Budden. And Joe him. Budden, Joe Budden. Cut him like five or six times. He cool. Right. He just like how he is on a podcast. Right. Be talking. <laughs> <laughs> so when, do you, when did you realize that you got good at cutting? Um, I mean... Cause like I go back and look at the pictures, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's trash. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess people kept coming, so they like the work. Right. So obviously, I'm doing something right. Right. They got paid fifty dollars a day. They got cut ten hair as a slave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So we we all at U of H still. You're cutting hair now, right? And I remember you moved to um, the barber shop off of uh, was it uh, Scott? Scott? Yeah, third. Third barbershop. Okay. And, okay. I, listen, I'm not familiar. My barbershop, uh, my barber has his own spot, right? How is that? How does that go? Like, with uh, working in them shops. Why did you eventually leave out the shop? Uh, Why well, I left out the shop? Mm-hmm. Well, I left out the shop because COVID. Mm-hmm. So, COVID really blessed the game for a lot of people, I feel like. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I was there at the third. Then um, I left and went to down the street. Mm-hmm. So... Um, at that barbershop, the bill went up, so we went to another barbershop. Mm-hmm. And at that barbershop, the owner was back on his bills or whatever, so we got kicked out. Shit was locked in there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, we move one more time. So I was like, after this move, I'm going to either get my own stuff or I'm just going to be here forever. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. figure something out. 
but I never wanted to like I, I really don't ever wanted to have a I never wanted to have a barbershop because I already know I've been a manager and took take take money. You get what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I don't want to deal with that niggas talking about. Let me pay you on Tuesday if it's due on Saturday. You know what I'm mm. saying? You just got to deal with that. So I already knew the manager side of it. And then, like, my mentor, Barber, he was like, just because you got a barbershop don't mean you make money because it comes with a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got to pay the bills, stuff that break. So I never really wanted a barbershop. You know what I'm saying? So I was always fine doing what I did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, pretty much it's because COVID. COVID, been cutting at home for a year. Right. So it was like, I got to get out of my house. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then when it comes to the mobile barbershop, I never really wanted to do that neither because I always thought about nigga creeping up on you. You know, it's mm-hmm. thinking about stuff that it really don't, it matters, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But then after COVID, because I like being in the barbershop, you know, having conversations, you know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. where the barbershop is. Yeah, yeah. Get the network, meet new people, mm-hmm. laugh, new movies, right. you know what I'm saying? Anything, all that type of stuff that comes with the barbershop. So I was like, no, I want to be in a barbershop, but with COVID, being here, I got used to it. So I was like, might as well shut down the scene, be the first to do it. No doubt. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not the first to do it because I got the, I got the idea from other people. Like up north, people do it all the time. Then uh, one of my clients, her dad, he has one. Mm. He lives up north. And um, we had a conversation. He told me about it and everything. Like he builds his own on himself, you know what I mean? By himself or whatever. So like I've been knowing about this, like could have did it four years ago. Right. But I mean, it wasn't my time, I guess. You right. know what I'm saying? But now it's perfect. Right. Now everybody is trying to do that, like mobile everything. Like right. now that I see, he's got mobile grooming for the the pets, mobile everything. They got mm-hmm. mobile everything. So mm-hmm. I'm just ahead of the game. But my brother, he wasn't gonna let me go out like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, I'm a simple person. Like I don't care about designer. Big jury and all that type of stuff. So when it comes to the van, I'm like, man, as long as that thing got a chair in there, mm-hmm. lights and that. But he was like, you my little brother. You, 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 you big, you, like, you're well known around Houston. So can't let you go out like that. So I gave, I seen on YouTube, I seen on YouTube of a van. And I was like, I kind of want it like this. I gave him the video. And I told him, just do whatever, because I trust him. You know what I'm saying? He got a creative mind. My brother Theron, text, big text. That's my dog. You know shut what I'm up, saying? Shut up. <laughs> That's my dog right there. But um, uh, I bought the van and like um, right after Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? We was trying to start a slingshot business too, so it's kind of like, bro, buy me a slingshot in the van all at the same time on my credit, right? Mm-hmm. So um, got the van, called a few people, trying to figure stuff out, and he was like, "Hey, I'll hook your van up for you." But in my head, I'm like, "Bro, you busy? You gotta do this, this, and that." But at the same time, I still trusted him, so I let him take it. He said it was going to be done in like a month. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm about to sh- February, I'm boom, 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 I'm on them, you know? It took a long time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about like to put all the- Put know, everything together. So I was getting together. impatient and getting impatient, but it was worth the wait. Right. Like they did their thing. So, you know, I'm like, man, what's going on? This and that. I re- like I said, when I was going back to, um, I don't ask for a lot. I, I wanted him just to keep it simple. Like, as long as I got a chair in there. Give me a mirror, some lights, but he was like, I can't let you go out like that. So he did his thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. made it like that. It's off the chain. So right. I believed in him and he got it popping. And I love it. I love being in there. You know what right. I'm saying? Because right. like now I've calculated the numbers. I'm paying a certain amount of booth rent a month. You know what I'm saying? So I do that times 12. I think I was paying 600 a month. You know? So I do that times 12. 
You know, and that's 7200 so I'm like, bro, I could pay off a van on my own stuff. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's another reason that made me, you know, want to go mobile as well, too. Giving money to somebody else, same paying rent. Shoot, might as well get a house. Right. You can get the money back, you sell it. Right. So basically, that's better what it, what it, what it really is. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. What are the conveniences <laughs> now that you're mobile that you find different from being locked in a shop? Um, Habakkuk 2, 2, and 3 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You do what you do for yourself to prove you can do it for others. Even though the year of perfect vision needed corrective lenses, your vision was never out of focus. You remained still. You remained determined. Kobe said, The Mamba mentality is the attention to detail and the level of commitment. Run your race because you got time. Keep the momentum. Believe in your story, a creative story. Remember, never stay comfortable while trusting the process. Be innovative in your 720 hours. There will be stumbling blocks. You just keep pushing. Most importantly, what's next? Continue to drop. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. And let me explain by what I mean by that. So the mobile idea too first came to me um, when I got introduced to Hope City. Oh. They just pack everything up and they put it in vans and then they move from location to location just so that there was no excuse not to come to church. You know, a lot of people might be intimidated by going into an actual building, but Hope City was just like, you know what? And I'm, I'm kind of generalizing what I thought that they thought. Right. And so they're just like, you know what? We'll bring church to you. You know what I'm saying? And so with that aspect, my man hit me and he was like, listen, when you're ready to level up, let me know. So he gave me everything that I needed to start a podcast on the go, because when I was inside a studio doing a podcast, a lot of things started happening. You know, that time having to pay the rent, like you're saying, I'm paying this and in a year's time, I've, I've already paid my my <clears throat> apartment note or something like that. So I found that the the I guess the benefit of being mobile is that I'm on my own time. Is that what you find the same <clears throat> for you or or is it a little different? Um, one to say that <clears throat> it is a level up since I don't really care for having a barbershop. Two, to get out my get out my living I mean my you know my right. living space. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because during COVID I didn't um I didn't let everybody come to my you can't let everybody come to your house, you know what I'm saying? So now with the mobile, even though I'm still in front of my house, like you're not in my house though. Right. So I'm able to start back cutting more people. Right. But let's say if I do go cut a celebrity hair, don't have to pack up, take stuff from the barbershop. Then go set up, like, I go to a hotel, they can just come downstairs, because one, you don't have anywhere to sit, then if you do have somewhere to sit, a chair might be down here, mm-hmm. so I'm over, you know, so, over them trying to cut, then the lighting, when I got the mobile, I could just pull up, 
know what I'm saying? And then you can make more money mobile because yeah. people ask you to come. I don't really like coming to people, but I will. But it's for the bag. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, with the mobile uh, pop up, you know what I mean? So I can go anywhere. Right. Just start cutting hair. Right. I can just be stationary like a food truck. Right. It works. So I don't have to be in one spot. Have you done that? Not yet. I haven't got, I mean, it's only been a month right now. You know okay. what I'm saying? So okay. <clears throat> I'm doing fine with my regular clientele. Right. So um, I was thinking about trying to go to 5015, you know what I'm saying? Be like in front of that parking lot area. Mm-hmm. So trying to um, get contacted with Steve. Yeah, I mean, they would be perfect, but I wouldn't want to go back somewhere back in third ward. You know what I'm saying? So, but I want to go somewhere to where I know I can be there for a while. I don't want to go anywhere where it's going to be like, dang, I got to move. So now I got to tell everybody, oh, I got to go here. You know what I'm saying? So right. everybody who's been coming to my house, they've been coming to my house for over a year. I mean, clearly it's fine. So I'm going to just ride it out. But also I've been here as well so I can work out the kinks in the van. You right. Because like two Fridays ago, I blew a, few, blew a fuse. You know what I'm saying? Because I had too much stuff on mm. before when I first turned it on. So I'm just learning, okay, before I turn it on, let everything charge up. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay. But I feel like it's going to help me out in the long run so I can go anywhere. Let's say... It's a big event going on, like a, I can go to the club. Right. $100 edges real quick before you go in there. Like, it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a great idea. Right. Go to a um, a festival. You know, I can just pull up anywhere. But also, got to think about this. With it being wrapped, it's always marketing. I have to pay for marketing. Right. And just drive it around. No doubt. It's going to stand out. It speaks for itself. No you know doubt. what I'm saying? So. I love it. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I was thinking about um, my influences in podcasting, and I don't know if you have influences in barbers. I don't even know if it's something that you've ever looked into, but I remember uh, Tax Stone. Remember the name Tax Stone? I heard it before. He was a guy that shot in the club with, um, what's his kid's name from Brooklyn? Uh, oh, man, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. He's from Brooklyn. He's uh, he shot, he, anyway, Tax Stone used to do a podcast and he would pull up to anybody, sit around and let people talk. And I was like, I really like that aspect of just just meeting people where they are so that they don't ever have to feel uncomfortable coming to you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of like to pull up to people's spots and be like, listen, we can do the podcast there because I want to get in your space and your aura and kind of like get the feeling that you feel when you're in your spot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Tax Stone was really one of those influences. When it comes to the art of barbering, do you have influences in them? Or nah? You just... Nah, I'm not like one of those barbers who, <clears throat> you know, is barbers like post pictures all day. Mm-hmm. They hold pages about barbering. They go to events and do all that type of stuff. I just cut hair. Yeah. Make the money. I mean, I like cutting hair. Like, right. I like looking at my work and be like, man, hey, yeah. your girl about to... <laughs> 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 oh boy, be back. <laughs> but you know, you put smiles on people's face and then you have um you have relationships relationships with them, you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, this is what it is. I mean, I just like doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? I don't care right. about all the extra stuff being amazing barber here and I don't care about none of that. You know okay. Okay. Um what songs on your mind? What songs? Uh that Migos right now straighten it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that thing jam. Okay, like it jam. So let's say how you was warming up. That might be me. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Okay. Uh, um, the reason why I like that is I think that moving out of the barbershop for me, I lost touch with a lot of a lot of music that other people listen to. Mm-hmm. And being back in a barbershop, I've 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 kind of like connected back and and hear what people are listening to because you know you could get lost in what you like and only what you like. You know what I'm saying? But now, I mean, I think I was introduced to Nipsey in the barbershop and started giving currency some more play in the barbershop. <clears throat> Pardon me. So I like to ask that question to, to see what you are listening to um, when you cutting hair. Um, sometimes I make my own playlist, be on repeat. Person be like, how you know what's next? Because I mean, subconsciously, I just know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But right now, J. Cole. Yeah. They apply pressure. Right. <sighs> I felt like. He was talking. I was talking through him. When at the end, you heard it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was talking like. Why you I, feel like he was talking to you? No, I feel like I was talking like like it was me. I oh, was okay. him. Okay, okay. He was talking like yeah. like I do this. I really do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the end. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I mean, I I had a couple of pictures I posted. And I posted. I was like, that's perfect. Song just came out. I'm like, that's perfect. Cause right. I want to talk. Cause I don't. I don't say nothing about me. You know, I might be like, I'm the best bar, but I don't go out here like that. You know right, what I'm saying? Then right. it was perfect. Like, came out of blue, boom. Got a van. Throw it in their face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, everything that he was saying was perfect, so I had to post that. Like, but J. Cole on one right now. Right. Hot. But um, <clears throat> who else? Um, listen to the, the Young Thug, the Slime, mm-hmm, Jaminette. Mm-hmm. Money bag yo in his bag right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, I think I like the new. You heard the new Kirk Franklin and Lil Baby song. Mm-hmm. Gonna be on Space Jam. Mm-hmm. So after LeBron win, I guess they're gonna play that. <laughs> <laughs> after LeBron win, you think you are gonna win? Well, no, on Space Jam. Okay, okay, okay. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. So, I believe I could fly. Yeah, pretty much. Oh but. yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Um. So let's go into the um the aspect of now. Let's talk about your failures, or or have you ever thought about the failing part, the failing part of being mobile? Um, what I, does that look like for you? I say the only way that it can can fail is um, maybe it breaking down. That's about it. Right. But I mean, that's why I kind of feel like being at home is kind of cool. Because if something goes wrong, like I told you, the um, fuse but, uh, went out, it's easy for me to just go back inside. You know what I'm saying? So that would be, probably be the only thing. Because I think other people that do have mobile, they still they still have a barbershop. Like some dudes I know, like it's some other people in Houston that already have mobile. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I think it's just more that I'm a bigger name. So when a bigger name does it, then they see it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but like I said, it's other people. I'm not the first. Right. Just the first that everybody knows, you know. Right. What I mean? So, um, that's the only thing I really think. Like the power really going out or anything, or maybe the city messing with you. But um, <clears throat> my brother, he's an electrician, so ev- everything's up to par to that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have to worry about anything. They did all that perfect. Um, pretty much breaking down. Honestly, right. that's the only thing I think of. Honestly, right. When I talk when I think about building a brand, right, which I which I've seen that you've built over the past few years, um, what do you think the first important step is about building a brand? I think the way that you kind of said, okay, what what a barber, what a burger, 
you do you think first of all, here's a intangible question. Do you think that Whataburger is better than um Sonic? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So in building a brand, right? What do you think the most important thing about building a brand is? Because mm. you've built one. For you, for you know, um, in in the conversations you just mentioned, um, the first that's known, that just don't come out like here and there. That means that's years and years of grinding and people referring you and stuff like that. How do you think that you have built a brand over the years? Um, I think that you really have to just. Have something unique, but you can still be in the brand on something like just your regular name, but you basically have to just put it out there and it has to just be you, everything about you. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, I used to go to the clubs. Like I just used to throw cars on the, on the, um, on the bar. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, t-shirts, just everything. Like that's just you, like Twitter. You know what I'm saying? So everybody knows me by water bar, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People probably, probably don't even know my real name, Brandon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people probably don't even call me B-Mac anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. They be like, water barber. I go somewhere. Hey, that's water barber. Mm-hmm. It's just you. You just got to put it out there everywhere. Everything that you do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So everything. So you beca- <clears throat> being water barber became everything. Everything. Did you ever have separation? Like, I, I'm not water barber here or I'm just water barber everywhere I go. Every bar- Water barber everywhere you go. Because, like, it's just got to be that way. And then, you know the funny thing? All these tattoos I got, I even got water barber tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a water barber tattoo. That's crazy. And you think I should have it. But, I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I think it was just me just putting my cards out there every day. Then, you know, we started early on Twitter. So yeah. Just all that helped out because we were first on that. So, right. you see your name and water barber this, water barber that. So, then, like I said, the, I believe with the name being like Whataburger, it really helped out. You know what I'm saying? I think that helped out a lot. But, that came from me and my homie, Nick. Shout out to Nick. Mm. Um, we was in bar- barber school, you know what I'm saying? So we had went to a, a beauty show, one of those shows. So after the show, we came back, and we was high, and we ate Whataburger. So we was like, let's think of a name. And then this high came really simple, just high. He <laughs> 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 was like, there was some dope names, but right. we didn't want to go like orange and black. You know what I mean? Orange and white, you know what I'm saying? So we made it like that, you know what I mean? But... We was going to have, like, a, a whole barber society, water barbers, you know what I'm saying? But um, I just went off, took off with it, because he he stopped cutting hair as much, you know what I'm saying? Right, so I just right. took off with it and water barber everything. I'm talking about put it in your face. It's right. water barber. Is it ever overkill to you? Because uh, I'm the same way. Mm, I got merch, you know, it's on the back it, of my car. It's not It's not overkill. You got to, because you got to think about how can it be overkill? It's like a gazillion people in the world, you know right. what I'm saying? So... Somebody's always going to see it. Like, I made some pants. You know, we got a, um, you know, we got a circuit and I heat breads. I made some pants, a water barber across. I go through the airport. They look. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not purposely, but it's like, water, it's water barber everything. I'm sorry. Right. Like, water barber everything. Right. I like that. I do. I like that because um, I think that you can't build consistency without being consistent. And what I mean by that is you can't, you can't, people don't know who you are or what you claim to be until they see it on you, plastered it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my wife has been one and a few other people have been one, like, you don't think it's overkill or not? And I, it's good to hear that somebody else feels that, listen, it's got to be this all the time. It's got to be. 
Because, I mean, it's it's also marketing and promotion. Right. So. Right. So, <clears throat> it's got to be. So, you never, you've never used a marketer before? Mm-mm. I don't know. Like, you know what's so funny to me is kind of like, I don't, I don't go, like, pay attention to people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. What you mean? As far as, like, I see somebody and be like, okay, that's what I need to do. It's like, I kind of be ahead of the game doing stuff thinking and don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. be just thinking ahead. Just like, dang, I'm doing, I thought about that three years ago. Right. And it just happens. And then, boom. So I'm really mad that it's a lot of stuff me and my homeboy Ike we be thinking about. Mm-hmm. What, what a bike! What a bike! <laughs> sizzle, Ike sizzle. Okay, simple as this. We've been thought about this a long time ago, and now everybody doing podcasts. Right. We just it's like that's why it goes back to just do it. You got to just do it because you're gonna look up. Next thing you know, dang, I could have been two years in. Right. So we always I don't know I just always think ahead. I don't know maybe it's just a gift or something. You know what I'm saying? So. This is what it is. What you think about this record right here? I should have had it queued up. This is what I heard in the barbershop one time. You remember you go to the barbershop and buy CDs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to do that no more. Apple Music. Just go on Apple Music. <laughs> Let me, here, this is what I heard in the barbershop one time that made me really sit and be like, all right, I'm glad I'm back. Here we go. I say, boy, you ain't no. Uh, I say, sign for 15. Hold on, let me start that over. I'm here with my man, Waterburger. I said, Waterburger. Waterbarber. Boy, it's hungry. I say, boy, you ain't no. Uh, I say, sign for 15. He couldn't afford a lawyer. You know it been a long night when I hit time Join the right off in the state for five Boy, we out your bending corners Came up in this wicked place Taught me never be a loner Niggas running off with your bread And they'll leave you real hungry And if you in debt, they creep up and put that steam on you It's a lot of ways out, but we could only choose two It's that ball or that street, my nigga, what you finna do? Senior year came up, cap and gown, Nike shoes I like making decisions and moving when I on the move from that point on in my life i just knew to stay true at the end of the day only thing matter is revenue 17 watching cops race down the avenue sun beaming got a hot feel like you walking in some blue this the truth different rules to the shit i had to do it's the truth different rules to the shit i had to do you know when i think about barbers i think about the influence that y'all have <clears throat> Um, then I think about the word that you use to define yourself inspirational. Um, let's talk about influence. Barbershops are the cornerstones of neighborhoods. You want to know what's going on in the neighborhood? You're in the barbershop chopping it up. How have you taken that culture and put it inside of the van? Um, I don't think it's going to be the same because you can't have topics, but I also did just buy DGI uh, stabilizer because I was thinking about doing podcasts in there because mm-hmm. we, me and my clients, we talk about a lot of stuff and then it'd be simple talking like this and I'm like, hey, we can record that and I can make a YouTube, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> I mean, 
being mobile, it won't ever be anything like a real barbershop because you're not, you know, it's kind of like being in a studio. It's just you and that person. It's intimate. And um, you're not going to have anybody coming in to have conversations about anything. You know, maybe next, maybe the next client might come in. They might be waiting. But for the most part, it's just going to be you and that person. So you could talk about whatever, like, talk about, like, Steph winning. I mean, not winning. You know what I mean? Just talk about mm-hmm. the games, anything that go on mm-hmm. like that. So, but um, it won't be anything like a real barbershop. I see it the opposite. And the reason why I say that is because, hold on, hold on. Just got a phone call. What's going on, man? I'm on the podcast. Oh, my fault. I was just wondering where you were because, like, I need the pants. It's 504. Right now? It's 504. The dance starts at 6. Okay. All right. I'll be there in, I'll be there in like, 20 minutes. All right, but Appreciate All right. it. All right. I think it's the opposite. I think it's the opposite because with intimacy, right? Like you just mentioned, you can, it's therapy, it's therapeutic. So whereas it's a populated, um, barbershops are populated, you get a lot of people and they're telling all these stories. Here, you get to talk to people one-on-one and be like, listen, man, or, well, or people get to kind of confide in you and like, and open up like, man, listen, my household ain't right. You know what I I'm mean, saying? That's what barbers are. Right. <laughs> We're therapists. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably kind of the reason why the price need to go up too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, that's, that goes back to like, when I'm telling you, even when, when I'm, you know, when I got, M's, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I'm still going to cut people hair because we have those type of relations. We have a bond. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, that goes back to being a therapist because, like, sometimes some of those people, they know my business. I'm able to talk to them and get it off my chest. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it works both ways. We we do for each other. Right. So, that's what's, that's the best part of being a barber as well, being a therapist as well. And then your clients should be your therapist because, like, I know some guys that might be doing something wrong. I might have to tell them, like, that ain't the way to do it. Or it goes back to... A lot of people look up to me, being, and you know what I'm saying? I inspire people. So when I tell them, like, about the stocks, cryptos, anything, they listen. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. or they want to follow whatever I'm doing with the save thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Barbara's therapist, man. No doubt. It's going up. <laughs> <laughs> Today is May 22nd, 2021, and we have 223 days left. What do you hope to attain in 223 days? Um... Well, I hope by the end that I will be somewhere not in front of my home. You know what I'm saying? So I uh, really want to go somewhere where I have some kind of contract to where I know I'm going to be good in that one spot. Um, have a slingshot business, BLB underscore slingshots, Instagram. You know, come rent a slingshot, ride around the city and some fun. Um, that business is booming. But basically, once these two things are finally settling, you know, Maybe start a few other other businesses or whatever, and uh, hope this crypto get back right to where I really ain't got cut. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Once this crypto get right, man, I'm chilling. Right. So, yeah, um, just continue to get better. Like a lot of people want me to thinking about um, getting more trucks, but I was like, I don't know about franchising. That would mean I mean it seemed like a cool idea, but just the way I think, I kind of be like, why pay? To have a water barber van when I could just get my own. But then again, some people like, well, some people don't have the finances for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's something to look at. 
Right. But I mean, just continue to level up and elevate, inspire people, because that's what I like to do. Like the save challenge thing, where we on year four or five, you know what I'm saying? Because some people don't know. Some people don't, they need that that push. And I do it two times a week, you know, Monday and Friday. Like I'll be walking around just ra- ra- random places. They'd be like, oh, you do the save challenge. You help me save, you know what I'm saying? So be helping people out. And they make me feel good, you know what I'm saying? Right. Especially when somebody hit me, I don't even know them. You know what I'm saying? That shit tight. My wife got me on one, and I'm gonna do yours next sure. year. You know what sure. I'm saying? I like that. I like when I was looking at your IG, I saw that. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to do that one next year. Yeah, I mean, because you know, some people don't know how to save, and I right. try to tell them like, even if you don't save, what's it? What it says on the paper, do half or something. Do what you can do. Right. But people need to know how to save. But also, that's just the first part of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people don't have much money in their bank account, but you have to be able to save and stray away from the. The Instagram life, save your money so you can invest to make more money. That's all it really is. So, like, at this point in time in my life, I can do whatever I want to when I want to because it took back those years to where I saved my money, saved my money, and now invested in different stuff. Right. But everybody wants to be right now. They want to have the Gucci. They want to have it. But for what? Who are you trying to impress? I don't care about anything like that. You know right. what I'm mean? saying? So, right. I'm just going to continue to stack the money and flip it any way I can. But, also, it's levels. Like I said, it's levels. You got to learn how to save. You know what I mean? Then you got to learn how to manage money. And then you have to... It took me a long time to invest because I'm like, nah, I don't want to... That money needs to stay at the bank account. So I can say, hey, but what is it going to do in the bank account? Right. At the end of the day, you put it somewhere where it can grow, you can still get the money out. So I had to learn that. So now it went for me like just putting numbers together like, oh, put $100. Now I don't care about putting $1,000 somewhere. You know what I mean? Because... I've lost money, but I know I made money. You right. know what I'm saying? So, right. It, people just got to start with just saving first. And then you can get better and better, at, you know, like that. Just learn. <laughs> you don't have to buy everything. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you buy, like, my dad always told me, and I mean, I still have clothes and stuff right now. Like, you buy, people go and buy all this stuff. You don't even wear it. Then it gets old and just sitting in your closet. My dad always told me, like, <clears throat> Buy stuff when you need it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let's say I need a white dress shirt. Just go get it instead of just, you got five dress shirts. There. I ain't never worn none because you keep buying more stuff. So that's another way I, I save too. So listen to my pops. No doubt. So most importantly, the last question I'll ask is what's next? What's next? Um, laugh. <laughs> What's next? Uh, honestly, I need to find a wife that has some kids. That's what's next. Right. So, but yeah. Bums. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk. I'll be 36 next month. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's hard out here, though. It ain't like I'm trying to be single forever, but it's hard. Like, it's hard. It's right. different these days. But yeah, I feel like <clears throat> I got a house, got four vehicles, got multiple businesses. Like, that has to be next. You know what I'm saying? And then me and her can make some more money. Right. So rent this house, get another house. You know what I'm saying? That's what's that that's what needs to be next. Right. God ain't listen to me, no. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he listened yeah. to me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, a part of, of this podcast is that I come by and invade people's cribs, but I also like to give them 
a token of my company in appreciation for them opening up their spots. And so here's an exclusive SVI t-shirt that I give to everybody that comes on the podcast. For sure, appreciate you. And then here's an exclusive What's Next podcast t-shirt that I give to everybody that comes on the podcast. And I appreciate your time. Um, I'm watching you. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm learning without even having to talk. I mean, we haven't sat this close since college. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate the saving thing and just uh, the nuggets that you've dropped in this episode. For sure. Houston, Texas, I'm here with my man, Water... I keep on to say, I, I guess I am hungry. <laughs> Water Barber. Um, yeah, man, it's good to catch up with my man. Um, every Tuesday we drop. Uh, y'all check this man out in his mobile barber shop. Water Barber everywhere. Houston, Texas, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings.